welcome to the Playa del Carmen Now podcast. And um, today's topic is retiring in Playa del Carmen, the Canadian perspective. From Canada. <laughs> Hi, my name is Ken Schmidt, CEO of Condo Hotels Playa del Carmen and my sidekick, Yes, I'm here. Javier Resendiz. Hello there. Yes, we resend this. Where are we resending this? Everywhere. Well, this time we're going to resend it to Canada. Oh, we're sending this to Canada. <laughs> yes. So, unfortunately, we have an amazing host with us today. And he's from Canada. And it's Johnny Playa. Nice, <sighs> nice to be here, eh? <laughs> All right. So, before we start talking about retiring in Playa del Carmen, Johnny, where... When you have friends or family oh, from Canada that come and visit you, what is the go-to place, tour, that you go to? As a tour, I guess what most people do is they head down to the uh, ruins in Tulum. That's always one. You can sweat your whatever off <laughs> in this kind of heat. There's no trees, no shade. <laughs> but it's still cool. It's, it's one of the nicest sites in the world, yes. Okay. Um, and then uh, the go-to restaurant, where, where do you take them? Well, that would depend on uh, what they want that day. Um, one of my favorite Italian places in town is uh, Osterio de Roma, owned by a nice young couple right from Italy. Fantastic homemade pastas. What's uh, the name, sorry? Osteria de Roma. Got it. And uh, there's always another place that's been a fixture for about 20 years in town is Manny's Biergarten. Oh, Yes. Yes, man, he's, yeah, that's, that's the local, that was my local go-to for Thanksgiving and Christmas. They always had the... Oh, uh, great duck, great turkey. Yeah, nice. Absolutely. And it's in this area right here, uh, uh, I don't remember the 8, 6, what? Street? What? I, it's oh, 8, eight right. He's on 4th. 4th, fourth. thank you. Yep. Thank you, thank Between you. 15 and 10. Yes. Uh, for... Uh, Great burgers, other pub-style food, and nice cold beer is the Freaky Tiki. Nice cold beer. I hear that. And, of course, owned by a Canadian Newfoundlander, so that makes it even better. That's right, because they got different areas that, you know. Uh, It's a big country. It's a big country. country. Just like Mexico and just like the States. It's a big country, and we tend to like and dislike people from certain (laughs) areas. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll get into that. Um, So... um, Javier, do you know anything about Johnny Playa? He's from Canada. He's from Canada. <laughs> he has a cool name, a cool nickname. I like it. And I want to know more about it right now. About the name. About, well, about the nickname. Yeah, how did you get the nickname Johnny Playa? Oh, well, from being here for many years, and I remember walking into an establishment uh, about three and a half years ago where I knew the staff with other Canadians, and uh, when we walked in, the guy said, hey, Johnny, Johnny Playa. And then from there, it stuck. It, it stuck. Somebody, you, you, <laughs> there's always somebody that changed your life in some way. Exactly. <laughs> so I met Johnny through um, a sl- client slash friend of mine, Graham, and uh, I met John because every uh, Saturday morning, we just, you know, we meet at Starbucks and we have our little BS session. and talk about things and politics and all that fun stuff. And then every Sunday in the afternoon, we head over to McCarthy's and have a few drinks and talk to 
a, a, a big group, a good-sized group of uh, Canadians. Canadians, right? Americans, British. Oh, that's right. Because it, it, yep. yeah, It's grown from about four of us to sometimes 12, 15. And then, and then every year, um, they play a game called Donkey Balls. You told me about it. Yes. Yeah. And, and Donkey Balls, just so you know, the, the real name is it's called Ladder Balls. So if you, if you Google, it's Ladder Balls. And it's a great game, especially when you're drinking. You know? <laughs> I didn't know there was another way to play it. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It's one of the rules, the, the main rules. Okay. And there's actually, we actually have a trophy. Yes. There, is, there is a trophy involved. And um, the trophy now just took its fourth year. Um, it, it has four years, and, and, and Johnny is in, you're in year one or year two? Uh, it was the second tournament. Yeah, the second tournament. He was a winner in the second tournament, and I was a winner in the third tournament. Yes, it was, was. It was amazing. It was fun. So Google Ladder Ball. It's, I was looking for it. Oh, he's looking for it now. He's Googling it. It's, um, it's a very interesting game. It's, it's kind of like horseshoes with a rope and a ball, with we, balls. We don't have that kind of game here in Mexico. I'm just saying it, and I don't know what is it. You'll have to come out to the next tournament. Yes. yes, yes, absolutely. We'll have to have another tournament with just yeah. a, a, yes. a non-trophy tournament. Maybe, we, to maybe we can practice because I'm really into getting into the rule that you said about drinking the beer. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Sunday's <laughs> one o'clock. Okay. <laughs> All right, Johnny. So how long have you been in Playa del Carmen now? Full-time living, it'd be uh, three and a half years. Full-time uh, living. But uh, we have been coming down since... 2004, uh, vacationing every couple of weeks. Fell in love with the town in 2004. In 2005, we bought into our first condo. And uh, in 2018, we retired and moved here full time. Sold everything in Canada and became uh, Mexican residents. Wow! Oh, you're actually re you're residents, but you're not. Oh, what's uh, you're not? Um, what's the word I'm thinking of? The the passport. When you get a passport, what is it? No, not a citizen. Naturally, no, yeah. naturally. No. Still so you got the permanent resident. Like that's a, correct. Similar to myself. Yeah. Like permanent resident. We're, we're here. We can't vote. We don't have a Mexican passport. Well, at least not yet. <laughs> and that's long, right? How, how, how do you uh, get in love with a town? Well, when you think back to 2004, it was quite small at that time, and uh, it was just a vibe, the people, um, the the weather, <laughs> number one. But the weather. He's from Canada. It's cold <laughs> yeah. up there, you know? Yeah. And, and, and typically, um, well, I think there's two type of vacationers from Canada. There's the six and six. That means six months in Canada and six months in Playa del Carmen. Um, so they escape the super cold. Then there's a typical vacationers, and then there's uh, Johnny, who's a playense. I'm a playense. Yes. Johnny Playa. Johnny Playa. <laughs> that's, uh, that's great. And I was asking you before starting this, where are you from exactly, from Playa? From Canada, sorry. I was uh, born and uh, I guess raised in Hamilton, Ontario, which is about 40 miles outside of Toronto. And... Um, I left there in 1979. I joined the Royal Canadian Air Force. I what? Spent, I spent 16 and a half years in the Royal Canadian Air Force where I pretty much lived all over. 
1995, I took early retirement from the Air Force, and I was then living in Nova Scotia, the far east coast of Canada. And I drove across the country to Calgary, Alberta, where I spent the next 23 years in uh, private business. What kind of business? Wow, that's pretty cool. He's been all over. Lived one from what do you say, shore to shore, right? Pretty much, yeah. Because then I d also did time in Vancouver, commuting back and forth between uh, Vancouver and Calgary for a company. I was initially in a lot of uh, uh, project management, where uh, project managing uh, large corporate relocations, and then from there into uh, software for uh, oil and gas accounting. Well. I'm impressed now. Yeah, he's got, he's got a military background. <laughs> yes. and Air Force. Air Force. So yeah, did yeah. you fly planes or did you? I was a technician. Technician. And uh, all, But uh, did a lot of flying as a tech crewman all oh, over you did the world. Fly. Yeah, I was sat in the third seat for a lot of times, yeah. Oh, okay. Because my father was a, a was a technician as well. He was a mechanic. He was, yep. a, he was a helicopter mechanic. And he didn't oh fly. He, you know, he. He know how to and he know how to fix. Right. He know how to fix it and make sure, yep. well. They don't usually break. They just have to maintain <laughs> the hell out of them. Thank, thank God, right? <laughs> thank God, yeah, for that. That's the same with him. He, That's he, right. He, he, you're not usually fixing things. You're just making sure everything is 100% every single time. Every single time, before checks, after checks, and uh, what we would call snags, which is, uh, you know. Snags. You, snags. So you have things that do break. But, uh, you know, it's not uh, worthy of a crash or anything, but parts wear out just like on your car. Okay, awesome. So let's talk about retiring in Pilot Carmen. You've been retired now for three and a half years. Correct. It'll be four years in June. That four years retired. in June. So tell me some of the benefits of living in Pilot Carmen versus Canada. Sure. Uh, number one, right off the bat, you can say our cost of living is about one fifth. Wow. One fifth of the cost. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> and uh, number two, of course, you know, it's paradise here. It's paradise. And uh, as a, the third one, which I mentioned earlier, is uh, the people. Just love the national people here. Um, you know, sweet. Always saying good morning to me when I'm out on my walks. Actually, I did. When I arrived here, I just said, hey, Johnny, good morning. <laughs> Buenos dias. See. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's not get out of my way, gringo. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yes. And, uh, you know, I can, uh, you know, being retired, you're on fixed incomes. And uh, life adjustment is a lot easier here than staying and living in Canada, where everything would be five times or more the cost. And... Uh, as we say, you know, it could be house broke, have a beautiful place. Well, we sold everything, became non-residents of Canada uh, to become full-time residents here. So and you gave up some of your Canadian uh, benefits. Benefits. That's correct. Um, basically, the big one would be the health care. Uh, that's that, a big one, right? It, it is a big one. Uh, and a lot of people have a misconception that health care is free in Canada. Well, yes, what you pay exorbitant taxes f to pay for. Yes. Exactly. And uh, here it's uh, so much more uh, accessible. Accessible, and yes. uh, the uh, cost effectiveness is unreal. We have nothing but great things to say about uh, our dealings with the medical system, the dental system. It's just, just fantastic. And you were just mentioning we were at Starbucks earlier this morning, and uh, we were talking, and you said one of the huge benefits is 
you went and got some dental work done. Yeah, actually, it was just my wife this week. Um, she had an emergency root canal. So, uh, you know, and what's great here is you don't have to call and talk to a receptionist. We have a dentist WhatsApp number. So you're dealing directly with the dentist. That doesn't happen in... in no, in the in States. In no, no, and that's, no. I mean, that's the same How does it work there? You would have to call to a receptionist ah, and yes. then see if there's an appointment time available. And, you know, so he right away says, come on into the office. They did an emergency root canal. Uh, and then the two days later, she was going in for her normal checkup and, um, and cleaning, which that checkup and cleaning cost her 1,000 pesos. Yes. So that'd be about 60 Canadian dollars. And before we left Canada, it was 300 and change in Canadian dollars for the same process. Her root canal post and cap crown is going to cost about 1,200 Canadian which would be triple that in Canada. This is a huge topic here. It a is. Lot, a lot of people uh, do dental care here in Mexico mm -hmm. for that kind of stuff. That's right, yes. Even even just regular general practitioner, I mean, like, and that is one of the big benefits here is I, I, I was walking down the street, it was super windy, and I got a rock in my eye, and on a Sunday. Rock Sunday, in your eye? A rock, a little, just a little pebble. What were you doing? Okay. Just walking down the street. Yeah. It's windy here. Yeah, you know, okay. It, it, okay. We're near the beach. It's windy. And I got a little pebble in my eye. And just like he said, I have my doctor on WhatsApp. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yo, dude, I need help. And he was there in 15 minutes at my house, putting some swab and a patch in my eye to extract the pebble. If that would be available in the States or maybe Canada, that would be Way too expensive, right? Oh, absolutely. Like oh, 15 crazy. minutes and that you're home. Oh, crazy. And number one, Cost you wouldn't get somebody. That's yeah. right. I have a great story like that, too. We were uh, last year with uh, friends of ours from Maine for dinner at Osterio de Roma, and it was 20 past 8 on a Friday night, and she went, oh, no. And she had a front, front tooth implant, and it broke in half. And I said, let me help you out. Right away, I went on my phone. I WhatsApped my dentist at 20 past 8 on a Friday night. At 25 after, he got back to me and said, tell her to come into my office Saturday morning, tomorrow morning at 10.30. Oh. <laughs> yeah, these stories are unheard of in the States. And, just and Canada. It's yeah. That, that they will uh, lead you to the next uh, week, maybe, or oh, yeah. whenever, whenever they have space for you. Oh, they wouldn't contact me back on a Friday night. Yes. Ah, yes. That, that's for first. Yeah, that's that's the beginning from that. Amazing. And well, you were saying that you 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 really like the weather in here, but at the same time you were saying, oh, there's no shade and this hot weather. So how you deal with it? Because Canada has quite different weather from here. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the summers in most parts of Canada are quite nice, of course, um, but not high temperatures like here. But there's so many different ways to get around it here. Jump in the pool, cool yes. off. Um, throw your air conditioning on for a bit. It's a lifesaver. <laughs> uh, another thing that we, we found in our first summer here was, you know, you go to Plaza Las Americas, you go to the movies, they're air conditioned. <laughs> yeah. I, and, it, and it only costs you about $3 to see a movie. And it's a first run English movie. Amazing. That's right, because yeah. the movies here are First run English, yes, absolutely. They, um, they usually have a Spanish subtitle. That's right. Yes, and sometimes we have these uh, 
doblaje, what's the name in English? Like when you when we translated the, the movie in, in, in your Yeah, they they can do both on some yes. yeah. Oh, right. the voices, the overdoses. Voiceovers. Yeah. Yeah, the movie theaters here in in, in Playa or I personally like to go to the um, the big ones in Cancun, the VIP. VIP, yes. And you get to sit on a couch. That, that, that's because you, you like everything related with VIP. Ah. <laughs> everything. <laughs> that's what I'm uh, uh, hanging around with you. Then, oh, this is VIP, Ken. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. Can <laughs> yeah. of champagne and caviar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> Tequila and crackers. How's that? Yeah, yeah. And uh, great booger, maybe. <laughs> And a great burger. So, okay, let's move on with more retirement stuff in Playa del Carmen. Sure. So, tell me some more benefits that you that come off your head. Well, a lot of it, again, I go back to people, and it's not just uh, the nationals, but we've met people from all around the world that took the same you know, leap of faith that we did, and uh, from all around, I mean, yourselves, uh, lots of uh, people from the States, England, Germany, uh, Canada, who've uh, made this their home, and... It's if you're gonna do it, you have to immerse yourself, and uh, not just hang out in tourist areas. You go off the beaten track, and uh, not be scared to cross the highway. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some people I remember, you know, 15 years ago, once you hit 30th, that was it. They were running away. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, you know, now I live a block and a half from 30th, and spend a lot more time there than I do down in the tourist areas, um, and treat it just like anybody else. There's no fear. Um, the How's your Spanish? Is it as bad it, as mine? It's uh, about equal. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's not from lack of trying. And, uh, and, th and that's one of the things that uh, we should, I should work harder at. But we find every time we try, the people that we're dealing with in, in retail, restaurants, whatever, they're trying to learn English. Yes. So they'll respond back to us in English instead of us <laughs> going back and forth with my Spanglish yes. and theirs. And because uh, everybody's trying to help each other out in a, in a different tongue. So I think if we immersed ourselves more in a whole different neighborhood, it would be better. But Well, it took me 50 great. years to learn English, so. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully I'm around 50 more years and I may know how to speak Spanish. And, and this is going to be one of our episodes is coming to Mexico. And I guess you, I can ask you this. Coming, I, I know a lot of friends back in the States. I'd say, come to Mexico. Just come. And they're like, we don't speak Spanish. I'm like, well, hell, I live there, and I don't speak Spanish. Yeah. Um, and I know a lot of people have reserves about coming here thinking, oh, I'm not going to be able to speak Spanish. And re realistically, and you and I are both examples of that, sure. we live here full time, and we have absolutely no problem communicating. None at all anywhere um google translate on your phone is one of the <laughs> easiest things yes. and it's uh you know or go to places whether it's going to pay your property taxes oh which again i'd like to speak on that one as a benefit of a canadian retiree okay the property tax system is fantastic here um if you pay your tax bill before the 15th of january you get a 25 percent discount unheard of anywhere else <laughs> Um, our property tax bill for the whole year was, I believe, around 295 Canadian dollars. I was paying more than that per month in Calgary, Alberta. Correct. Oh. And I get garbage pickup twice a day, seven days a week here. <laughs> yeah. 
Now, the only, <laughs> the only downside to that is you do pay an additional tax here, or not tax. It's, it's called a trust fee or a Yes, right. And that, that it, I mean, it's, it's nothing huge. I, no, I it's pay not. it myself. Yeah, so but, yeah, the difference between paying a fidicomiso and the property tax is one-tenth of the price I pay in the States. Absolutely. Um, you know, if I added that total up, it might be five or $600 for a whole year between the taxes and the uh, probably 600 with the Fidio Comisio. And uh, again, that might be a month and a half of property taxes in Canada. And, and when I'm talking about the Fidio Comisio, I'm de defining the Fidio Comisio, if somebody doesn't know what it means, it's a trust fee that, uh, uh, that gringos, if you're not Mexican, you have to pay each year um, if you own property within certain amount of distance from the, from the ocean, I don't remember. Yeah, there's a, there's one from a border and one from the water. One's 100 kilometers, I think, and one is 50 kilometers from the water. And, uh, I'm blank down. right now. You're, you're talking blank? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, you're talking about things that I didn't know I did exist. Yeah, it's, it's, purchasing, it's purchasing property as a gringo or as a, as a foreigner. So but, that's... But going back to the language, though, it's... Um, we don't bring a translator with us wherever we go. You know, we can get by with a, with a Google or what we understand. I mean, I've, I've got a Mexican driver's license. And everything is done in Spanish when you're going to get a Mexican driver's license. Well, I got it. You know, uh, going for anything um, outside of our, our family doctor's phenomenal. She speaks English. But going outside, whether it's for lab work, lab work x-rays, or everything else, you just... You, you can do it. There's nothing to be afraid of. Uh, right? Yes, it's, it's part of this area. Riviera yes. Maya, Playa Carmen, obviously, uh, everything nearby Cancun. We always try to to be a, a good host, let's say, as, as a culture. As Mexican culture, we have this hosting culture. You uh, do. You yeah, do. Absolutely. It's, it's, yeah, you're, you're very, um, most times, willing to help. Yes. Yeah. Most times, well. It's, it's, and it doesn't matter about the if they people don't speak English and, and in this area as you were saying it's mm -hmm. really clear that we are helping people to especially now these days I mean in 2022 uh, your chance of finding somebody that speaks English is 9 out of 10 whereas when 2004 that's right um, it was the opposite it was 1 out of 10 you you found the ones that could speak English they struggled with it and you were able to get through it I mean we I'm, I was here 16 years ago, so and you were here 16 years ago, so you know it's uh, especially now. It's 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 uh, the, I almost say the majority. When I go back to the states, I actually run into more people speaking Spanish than speaking <laughs> English. <laughs> hey, Johnny, and you you were saying that how how you got in love with this place, and it was quite different from now right absolutely big difference that was uh, a small town and now we are well a small city right getting bigger how is the difference for you now that you live here by these days yeah it, you're right it's grown it's the size of small cities in canada of course well over 300,000 people i believe here now and uh yes from 30,000 possibly 15 years ago um the there's still charm in certain areas of the city and uh that's where i sort of try and venture towards um in some cases yeah the real estate is built up so much that you could be in fort lauderdale you know the way some of the hotels go up but then there's other beautiful colonial style buildings um that keep the charm 
it's gotten huge busy traffic wise of course and the hustle and bustle of the downtown it, it is, is it's the it, same as any other city probably correct. in north america with 300,000 people in it except that the drivers are worse here <laughs> yes uh, I, hate it. I was telling you i'm a cyclist so i know about that i'm learning from javi how to go around town as a cyclist <laughs> <laughs> yes he's, he's learning um, but yes, yeah, so if you're in the in your downtown area, you got the hustle and bustle. But as a local, you do find those places that are not as busy. Absolutely. Um, and, th and they're not that far away. No. They're not far away at all. Um, do you drive? So here's a big question. Sure. Do you drive a lot or do you basically walk everywhere? Our, our main form of transportation is walking. And it's so easy to get almost anywhere here uh, just by walking. And it keeps you in shape. You know? Yes, Even, that's important. Yeah. And uh, I have had access to cars before here with, through friends, and uh, I've done a lot of driving. But for the most part, you know, if you're going five or ten blocks, walk. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's not like you're going to get snowed on or frostbite or anything like that. Yes. <laughs> Huge difference. And there's so many places to stop along the way if you're thirsty. And if, you have hot, if you're hot, you just get into the stores that That's have right. air condition. And That's right. You, you hang around, you look like... You want to buy something, and then you know, I'm not interested, and then you leave them. Well, you find a place with a fan and order a cold beer. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yes, and, and it, um, like, my, like myself, we can walk up and down Fifth Avenue if we would just, just the view alone. We're going to do an on-location, a, a podcast on-location, um, where we describe the... Um, people watching on Fifth oh, Avenue. Oh, it's a phenomenal people watching place. You know, yes. We'll, we'll come down sometime just to do that. <laughs> we were saying that. Well, what do you think we're doing when we're drinking coffee on, <laughs> on, on, on Saturday mornings or sitting at the McCarthy's Bar Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock when yeah. the, the Fifth Avenue traffic is smoking? I mean, there is things, all kinds of stuff walking by. It's, yeah, it's a menagerie of people, sights, whatever <laughs> If you're a people watcher, Fifth Avenue is yes, the best it's, place it's, to park your butt, grab a beer, and just watch. It's just, you can have a conversation all day long. Yep. Yes. And just, just trying to figure out how I could do that live on the on the, on the the um, podcast without... Bumping into people. Mm, there yes. you go. <laughs> Thank you, John. <laughs> okay, good. Wow, that was quick. Yeah. That was quick. So let's talk about the promotion on the promotion for this episode. We want to help out the Canadians. We want to definitely help out the Canadians. Again, there's the Canadians that come here on vacation. So let's do a hashtag Canada. Hashtag Canada and get yourself 10%. Yeah, that's right. 10% additional off any of the stays in condo hotels. That's almost free. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> Um, and, and I just want to make you aware, I, I mean, this is date sensitive right now. We have one property where the pool's being worked on, and we're really, really discounting it. And if you add that 10% Canada discount, it, you're getting pretty close to free. Mm -hmm. Today I have uh, uh, some uh, extra energy. So if somebody from Canada and do what you are doing, saying the, the reservation, I will offer something also for the people that brings me some maple syrup. Oh. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm a photographer, so I I, I offer a 50% discount <laughs> if somebody brings me good, good, really good uh, maple. Javier, you want to hear something crazy? No. 
You know my birthday's this week. Yes. And Laura has Canadian friends as well. Yeah. I, I call Johnny my friend. Yes. I, I just pay him, yeah. pay him a little bit more. <laughs> but, Beer's um, cheap. <laughs> <laughs> so Laura's friend um, brought me a huge liter bottle of maple syrup from where? Where, where was it I from? I think it was from Quebec. Yes. Yeah, from Quebec. Oh, my God. A fresh it, bottle. He it, just got back yesterday. Is maple syrup from Quebec cold? No, no. <laughs> if you put it in the refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you can get Canadian maple syrup, the same thing I used to buy in Canada at the Costco in Cancun. The oh, same really? brand. I didn't oh, know that. My oh, my God. There's a secret. There's but a wait, wait. No, I don't want people buying the, 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 the maple syrup. I want maple syrup from Canada. It says from Canada right oh on the God. label. <laughs> They're going to take my... Advantage of me just by going Costco in Cancun. <laughs> so if you're Canadian and you don't want to go back to Canada for your maple syrup, you just go to Costco in Cancun. Exactly. 45 minutes away, you're in. There you go. And, and, and if you show up on one of the weekends, there's the, there's the group, who's going to Costco, you know? And they go, okay, here, this is what I want. Load up on cheap booze, lots of food. Perfect. And, and your Costco membership in Mexico is half the price of one in Canada. <laughs> You really know that wow. the big benefits. Absolutely. <laughs> you got to shop around on a fixed income, Perfect. which brings me back to the uh, benefits or, or things that that I might have lost leaving Canada. Uh, like I said, healthcare is about the only one. We still collect our Canada pension plan, same as social insurance, uh, social security in the U.S., old age pension, all that stuff is still your entitlement that you can collect while you're living here full time. That's awesome. That's something that I will never get because I'm not Canadian, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maple syrup for you. Yeah, maybe, yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you, Johnny. You, this was amazing. Um, and Javier, thank you for thank you too, coming Kevin. in on this early Saturday day. Um, thank you all out there for listening. We're doing really well, and we can, we'll continue to do this. And thank you very much. Bye-bye.